is Mercy, your host, adult performer and companion out in Portland, Oregon. Thank you so much for joining me. I, uh, I am having an interesting morning. I'm just waking up and uh, it's been a pretty tough week for me. I went back to therapy for the first time in over a year and uh, the session went well and I like my new therapist, but it was still difficult. And then uh, my mother almost uh, also had her last chemo treatment um, before they do a scan and try to decipher um, if the chemo worked or not. And so it's nice that she has a little break from chemo, but it's definitely a little nerve wracking um, and everything is gonna be up in the air until we know about her scan. So. Um, yeah, it's just been a, a tough week. I've had a lot of work. I've met with a lot of people and it happens in spurts. So I hadn't really done any in-person sessions in about two weeks. And then all of a sudden it was three or four days of, of work and that can be really stressful. So I decided to do one of these uh, little question and answer things to sort of decompress and maybe start my day off uh, really well today. And thanks for joining me. <clears throat> okay, let's see here. The first question that I'm gonna answer is, do I have a foot fetish? Or is it simply so popular that as a model I can't discount it and I have to do foot fetish uh, scenes? Well, I generally don't do scenes or perform fetishes that I'm not into. And honestly, uh, feet are something that I've been into for a very, very long time. It was probably one of my first obsessions. Um, I was also very obsessed with heels, high heels when I was younger. Um, and yeah, I mean, it is a huge thing. I couldn't get away with not doing it, you know, if I really wanted to make money, but I... I love it. I love feet. I love everybody's feet. I love my feet. I love your feet. I love their feet. Um, and it doesn't matter if I'm topping or I'm bottoming. Um, I, I mean, the other day I had someone ask me a question about, you know, oh, is it weird as a dom to have a foot fetish? And like, people look weird, you know, give me weird looks if uh, I'm kissing my sub's feet at a party or something like that. And whenever I get questions like that, it's just like, you're the fucking dominant. You're the you're the person that's in charge. If you want your sub to walk on your back with their sexy feet and, and rub them all over your face while you lay down on the ground, like you're ordering them to do that. It's not submissive because you're not submitting to anything. You're ordering them to do things. And who cares what other people think? I mean, if you go to a kink party to perform for other people, and to meet other people's approvals, then like, you might be going to kink parties for the wrong reason. Um, I generally, I generally go to parties so I can express myself the way that I want to, feel some sense of community and not be judged. And unfortunately, if I go to a really straight party, I can occasionally be judged. But, but yeah, you just, you do what you want to do within the parameters of the, of the club rules and don't give a shit what those fancy fucking fashion BDSMers give, you know, if they give a shit about what you're doing, don't, don't let them fuck you up. You're there with a person. They're probably sitting there at the bar trying to find someone at the party, which 
isn't isn't a terrible thing. It's just come on, get over it. <laughs> they're not they're not worth the trouble. You're there with the person that you care about and want to play with. Why are you worrying about the dudes at the bar who have been in the scene for like thirty years but can't keep a sub for longer than twenty you know like two weeks? So just don't stress it. Do what you want to do. Who cares what other people think? If people are sitting there judging you at a party, they're obviously not at the party for the right reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's totally fine to have a fetish as a dominant, and I have a real foot fetish, and um, you know I could go on about that forever, but I won't. <laughs> um, I had. Let's see. Have you ever done any? femdom or cucking work and yes i have i've done quite a few femdom videos and cucking videos that's another thing that i'm genuinely into i am such a hardcore switch um i i don't really i can't say i prefer being dominant or submissive um they're both equally wonderful to me and um <clears throat> I, but when I am dominant, it is really nice to do, to have interactions with other couples or to um, really, really just get into my, the, the femdom, you can't see my finger quotes, the femdom or the dominant frame of mind. Uh, usually when I'm working with clients, they prefer me to be more of a femdom than a daddy dom, which comes more natural to me. Um, <clears throat> but but yeah, I love I love just being able to be a totally vicious or really sweet and kind and caring top. And you know, cuckolding for people that are really into it, it's just such a magical experience and I love facilitating that. Um, let's see, what's the next question here? How did you initially become interested in ABDL slash adult diaper play. <laughs> okay, well, this is a question that I get fairly frequently, and I'll start from the beginning, from like my first, my very first interaction with ABDL stuff. Um, I was horrified by it. I thought, I mean, I thought it was something I could never be into. I was like, oh my goodness, not, not in a judgmental way. I knew that there were people that were into it and it was fine. But personally, I just was like, oh, that's just, it makes me feel so icky. I don't, oh, diapers are crinkly and messy and oh my gosh, and don't even talk to me about enema play and oh, and onesies and binkies and oof, ugh, oof. And I just thought it was the weirdest, strangest, and most unattractive thing. I've learned since then that if I have such strong visceral feelings against something, especially something that is a fetish or um, you know a, a kink, I dig a little deeper and see why I feel that way. And I didn't do that on my own at first. I sort of stuck with my keeping myself separate from that group of people because it just made me very uh, uncomfortable. And then. I had a partner who, uh, after a few months of being together, had admitted to me that they had uh, a diaper fetish. And uh, being the person that is always the one to want to please, and 
you know, I really, uh, really cared about this person and I'm always, always into like up for trying new things. And so they brought it up and they're like, I'm really into diapers, but you don't have to do anything about it. We don't, I'm just letting you know in case you find some of my, some of my porn or something. And you know, as soon as they mentioned it, I, I was like, oh yeah, sure, let's do it. Like, you want to do this. That sounds great. Like, I'd never known anybody that I really cared about that wanted to do it and was into it. And maybe you can help explain to me like why you're into it and stuff and uh after they picked their jaw up off the floor because that isn't what they were expecting me to say um they said yeah i'm totally down and i uh, i diapered them the first few times and we played it we did a little role play uh, with me as a daddy dom and this was around the time when i was still working on on my um on my gender and figuring out how I felt about it and just that was something that really clicked for me was being a nurturing, um, loving ABDL daddy dom. Uh, that was something that I found very, very satisfying. And uh, so that went on for a while and then eventually they asked, I almost dropped my phone on the ground, <laughs> um, and then they asked if they could diaper me. and. I was quite hesitant at first, and then I just said, yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for it. And um, so I just, I remember the whole thing very vividly, and I enjoyed it very much. And it made me feel so vulnerable and so comfortable and just happy that I and you'll have to mind the garbage truck that's coming by. Um, but yeah, I, it, it just blew my mind how wonderful and happy I was and how great it was to like cuddle with another person in a diaper. And I really, I just understood it immediately as soon as I had one on. And I was like, oh yeah, it's just like, it's like a, um, a security blanket that you can wear. <laughs> And that made total sense to me. And so I've been a complete diaper junkie since day one, <laughs> since uh, since I first tried it. And as far as the ABDL aspect, like I said, I really love being a daddy dom and really just having someone to nurture and take care of and be stern with and sort of just, oh, you know, completely envelop in my, my dominant... Um, energy and really just, I don't know, have them as my own completely because they're your baby. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's something that's really special and wonderful. And I, if you ever have a chance to try it, I recommend it. And I've probably crooned on too long about it. Um, and yeah, it's just it's something that makes people feel really good and makes people feel very happy and can also be a place where you can pe feel very vulnerable and, and open yourself up to a lot of really wonderful feelings and um, from other people. So there you go. I love diapers, I love ABDL. Thank you for the question. Uh, and maybe let's answer one more. Let's see here. <laughs> Hopefully that garbage truck will pass soon. Um, <clears throat> let's see, I can pick one more. This is the next question. <laughs> it says in your ads that you work with trans folks, disabled folks, 
as well as um, other providers and people in hospice. What exactly uh, motivated you to offer these types of services? Well, thank you for the question. And uh, honestly, it just made sense to me. I, I feel like sex work is very beneficial. Hiring a sex worker can be very beneficial to lots of different types of people from all walks of life. But there are specific folks that I feel can benefit from it yeah, can benefit from it more than others, and I want to make sure that they. I want to. I want to make the industry more accessible to those people, whether it's people in hospice care who would like to spend time with someone before they die, um, other providers who maybe don't have a whole lot of free time and couldn't regularly afford my rates, um, but you know admire me or you know are attracted to me or just want to spend time together, disabled folks. Sometimes a session that would normally take two hours um, with someone without a physical disability might take four or five hours with someone that has mobility issues. So I'm really willing to be flexible on time and uh, times of sessions, um, working on a sliding scale and also making sure that you know the building that we're meeting in is accessible, um, that there's accessible parking, things like that. Um, and uh, also just there are a lot of people who have recently transitioned or are trying to figure themselves out as far as gender or they have figured themselves out but they just aren't quite ready to go back into the dating scene or to meet a total stranger as their transitioned self and, and try to strike up a relationship. Um, so I've had people reach out to me and we've gone to dinner and spent time together and you know, they really just want someone that's happy to be there with them and isn't going to judge them and isn't going to be surprised by the fact that they're recently transitioned or that they're maybe in the middle of their transition or unsure of their own uh, gender. And all of that's fine and none of that's going to bother me and we can explore and work on those things while we're together or we can totally ignore all that and just have a nice time together. No labels attached, none necessary, whether it's gender or sexuality. Um, and yeah, it's just, it just made sense to me. I eventually would like to go into um, sexual surrogacy, which uh, is working in tandem with someone's uh, therapist and mental health team. Um, and helping provide uh, assistance to that team as far as um, relaying what happens in uh, private interactions with me and the patient. Um, and it can go from folks that have extreme anxiety that are unable to, to interact with people out in public but need to interact with a person intimately um, to further their, their therapeutic work. Um, and for the therapist to have a good idea of what the problem, what the problems may be when those situations arise. I can talk to the therapist about that. Um, we can all sit together and talk to the therapist. Uh, and so really, I'm just, I'm just a helpful person that is observant and is able to communicate information properly to a therapist um, or a, 
mental health position um, maybe better than someone themselves could because they're not looking at it from the outside. Um, and so really what I want to do with my work is help people. I want to spend time with people that want to spend time with me and, and take something from it and get something from it and possibly heal from it. And so I really just want to make sure that people know I'm not going to be judgmental and I'm happy to meet with you as, as long as you respect my boundaries and treat me like a human. <laughs> Thank you so much for the question. Um, oh, and also just hanging out with other providers and, and other uh, sex workers is just a lot of fun. So, you know, someone who just is visiting a, the city I'm in and wants to spend a day going to the spa and going out for tea and maybe hitting up some dive bars, like, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so yeah, what I do is, you know, it's all on a large, a very long spectrum. There are many, many different things I do. Um, but that's mostly really why I like to work with other providers as well. Um, uh, let's see, let's answer one more question. This is sort of meandering here. I, like I said, it's been a really tough week, so I'm doing an easier, easier one here. Um, we can do one more. Have you always been polyamorous? Thank you for the question, and no. I have not always been polyamorous. I was actually rigidly um, monogamous for years and years and years, and it failed over and over and over again. And that's why I ended up finding polyamory, because I just, there were cycles in my life that I was not happy with and wasn't understanding why they weren't working. And, uh, and really what it was was, I was going into relationships telling people that we didn't need to be monogamous and they would always insist on being monogamous and I would say, oh sure, that's what you want, that's fine. And then they would somehow always end up cheating. <laughs> so I, uh, and it really comes down to the type of person that I was drawn to at the time, you know, and I was young, but, um, but no, I didn't really see Polly as an option. I saw letting my partner fuck other people because they, wanted to as an option, but I didn't really know it was like a thing and that I should be equally involved in it. And, you know, so uh, years after that, when I had still gone through a couple more like failed monogamous get togethers, uh, relationships, whatever, um, I just decided that I needed to needed more freedom and that there wasn't anything wrong with me asking for freedom because I was trustworthy and honest and a good partner and there was no reason to be worried that I was going to run off with somebody that I had met at a bar and decided to sleep with or someone that I met on set and decided to, you know, hang out with afterwards and have some fun. There's just nothing to worry about. If I'm in a relationship with you, I'm in a relationship with you. But yeah, I might fuck some other people because I'm around hot, amazingly talented, wonderfully open-minded people all the time and so yeah I'm gonna want to fuck some of them I'm not gonna want to be in relationships with them necessarily um but I'm gonna want to fuck them and you know every poly is different every poly every version of polyamory for each couple is different and um but yeah for me it just makes sense it's just you know, I've always been a person that's focused a lot on trust 
and communication and those are two huge parts of being polyamorous and I just I don't know but no I, I was not I was not always that way and I remember even when I was like in my early 20s my mom was like hey why don't you just try dating like a couple of people and like everybody knows about it and it's not a big deal and I was just like ha that's not that's not gonna happen that's not I could do that but every single person that I meet is incapable of doing it and so what's the point you know I like didn't even consider it because I just figured and looking back now, it seems silly to think that like, well, I'm obviously the only person that could do that, but no one else could. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't really thinking of what I needed from a person to be able to have a relationship that functioned that way. And so yeah, it took me a while. And I would say that I, you know, over the past three and a half years that I'm in my first successful and very happy polyamorous relationship, um, I had a few uh, att attempted poly relationships um, before the one that I'm in now and you know you learn it's like riding a bike you <laughs> you fall off and you scrape your knee and you learn and that makes it easier the next time and I'm so happy <laughs> I'm just so happy it's been so such a such a hard journey figuring out that this is what I what makes me happy but it's taken a lot of therapy and a lot of couples therapy and a lot of talking. Um, that's one thing about being polyamorous is that you talk and communicate more than more than you ever will in your entire life with anyone. I've sat and had more conversations in this relationship than I have in any other relationship and it's definitely taxing. It can be taxing, especially if you're like me and you have severe anxiety issues, issues with depression, and but it's worth it because it's so much better than just fighting and not resolving things and then coming back together and having makeup sex but resenting each other and having things build and build and build and be terrible and one day they just explode and then someone's screaming at you, dragging their computers out of your house, you know? <laughs> so it's just... Yes, that was a little too specific, um, but it's uh, it's just so much easier. Even though it's <laughs> it's so much easier because it's a lot harder. Uh, I know that makes sense. That doesn't make sense, but of course, it's very hard to be the most honest and vulnerable and open you've ever been in your entire life. But it's also the easiest relationship I've been in because getting through those things and having those conversations makes getting through those mires like it is just wonderful and make you get you come out on the other side and you feel like you can breathe because you've resolved things you've actually talked about things you've actually communicated in a way that wasn't hurtful or painful or and you know you both trust each other and you both care for each other and both don't want to hurt each other and so even though the talking and the communication can be so so overwhelming sometimes it's far less overwhelming than huge fights and unnecessary bullshit that I went through years and years ago over and over and over again for the sake of keeping together a relationship that was obviously doomed. <laughs> and that's not putting blame on one or the other, it's just the truth looking back at certain relationships, I'm sure you can do it as well. And it's like, God, why did I try so fucking hard to keep that together? Uh, when, you know, 
we both just needed to grow and be separate. So there was a long drawn out answer that I'm sure went down a couple of different roads, but I appreciate you listening and I'll, I'll be doing more of these. This is my second installation of my fan questions, I believe, and keep them coming. I really like uh, communicating with you guys. <laughs> you all are very fun, and if you're listening to me from Twitter, and you're a follower from Twitter, thank you uh, for interacting with my tweets and being so lovely to follow. <laughs> Have a good rest of your day, and uh, I hope you have a good week.